0: Good afternoon, and welcome back to the Conservatarian Exchange on the Liberty Block, hosted today by Ed M., Mike, and myself, Steve, with a possible return cameo appearance by Ed P., who is, we believe, somewhere in Hawaii. So, huh. Poor guy. everybody, um, Mike, I'm going to pick on you first, since your name ends with a vowel, and talk about the story you didn't read about this archbishop in England, saying the yeah. lord's prayer is oppressively patriarchal because it starts with our father.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I did uh, read up a little bit on that story. Um I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, a few weeks ago we talked about that there was I think uh, a potential pride mass uh somewhere in Pittsburgh until one of the higher-ups intervened and put a stop to it. And um you know, I, I think wokeness is in, it's a virus infecting all of our institutions, and I think, you know, when the, they start going after the religious institutions, to me, it's like endgame, because that's what they're really they're really after. I mean, wokeness is the ultimate of secularism; it's anti-religion, and you know, to see some of these useful idiots going along with it that are in, in, in these institutions is, I think you know even more troubling they're going to undermine their own their own churches their own um places of religious worship and people are going to leave they're they've people have already left places like the catholic church in the last 10 20 years you know and it, it's only going to get worse
0: well it's coming from another religion i always say if you teach the next generation that what you have been teaching them is false or meaningless yeah. It's hard to believe that they're going to continue on. If I'm reading this story correctly, this archbishop is pretty much going so far as to say that Jesus was patriarchal and shouldn't have worded it that way. And that's that's going a lot further than the church should reform itself and become more progressive. That's attacking his own God, if I'm not mistaken.
1: (laughs) I mean, you start selling out your own principles, what do you have? There's nothing left.
0: I mean, yeah, what's the point of a religion if you can attack your God for being a misogynist or something? Mm -hmm. I guess I'm most curious about, you know, how much blowback does a guy like that get? Um, Do any Catholics, it's like everybody else, how bad does it have to get before normal people start screaming in the streets? And how bad does it have to get before, you know, Catholics and stuff say we can't take this anymore? Of course, we have a Pope who's not Catholic, but it's just... Again, saying that the church should reform its prayer, I've heard that one for years. I can probably live with that. Saying Jesus got it wrong,
1: that's a tough No, one. I mean, it, it, it's tough to even say. I mean, listen, I mean, I'm Catholic, but, you know, the church isn't Jesus. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, what? The church, The church. The
1: church, the church is not Jesus. The church is not God. It's an institution. You know, it, it's fallible like anything else. Um, so. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know what to say. I mean, right. I, and
0: hopefully, this gentleman doesn't influence others. I mean, that's just that's the scary part to me. You know, well, that's well, nuts yeah. in every religion. Well, this is the problem. I mean, if you if you have
1: you know a, a priest or something like that in the Catholic Church promoting things that go against the teachings of
0: the Church, they need to be thrown out. Right. So, are they? Be that's really the question. Is and it gets kind you of know? Pelosi issue with abortion. I think. Some bishops or archbishops yeah. have reacted strongly, but most of them won't. But I mean, you know, should you be
1: excommi- excommunicated because you believe in, in abortion?
0: You know, it. it
1: <laughs> well, it, not only believing
0: uh, it, furthering it is a slightly different question. right? Sure. But I think this, this, in a way, is worse to me, attacking, it, I don't know, you call him the founder of the religion, the god of the religion, it, whatever you want to call him. But but it's also worse
1: when you're somebody who's obligated to promote those teachings and beliefs, and then you're not.
0: Right. So I guess in my perfect world, the Pope would have called him up, summoned him there, and dressed him down and maybe, you know, demoted him or something. Mm-hmm. But something. Something. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know if there's any blowback. I haven't seen anything, which means nothing. It's a drive-by media. But um and well, any, like said, any uh, the Pope
2: sorry. is not is not Catholic anymore. So I wouldn't expect. I mean, they've taken over the church. You know, the the progressives have taken over the church. So it doesn't surprise me that there's no blowback. I mean, there's nothing to be blown back. They're they're doing what they want to do.
0: Yep that that's what seems to be pretty sad. And you know, do the people who actually attend these churches do they just stop going? Or do some of them protest and say, this is just so totally beyond the line that, you know, almost a rebellion from the bottom up. And I don't know, like Mike said, religions are dying in many places. And part of that is because they're so watered down, in my humble opinion.
1: We're becoming more secularized as a society, period, right? And I mean, so they're-, well, that,
0: they're working on that for a very long time and succeeding at it with a heck of a lot of people
1: yeah and, and listen you know i mean i mean it pains me to say it or have to bring it up but the catholic church had a big problem when it came to child abuse and so they really were hurt by that you know and i think most people like me who who grew up catholic it, it it's it it's painful it makes you really really extremely sad and somewhat pissed off about what happened um you know, as I'm bringing this up, this this kind of segues a little bit into that, into the uh, the the movie that's out right uh, now. What's, what's the name was of it? that the, movie? Um, was Son, uh, Sons of Freedom? Sons of, Son of Freedom. Has anybody seen it? Uh, I have not. But of course, ironically, as the uh, leftist woke media attacks it, the more people are going to run out and want to watch it. So
0: what they call <laughs> the, the and effect or something.
1: <laughs> They're better off not saying anything.
0: I mean, I haven't heard about it till the press started screaming about it at all. Um, and apparently it's yeah. left protecting child molestation or something.
1: Yeah. And I, I think I'm sorry, Daniel's not here for this because he had a great. A Facebook write up on it. It's probably on a Substack too. I know Ed, you had shared it, which really went went after the, the media and the elites, the ruling class about this. About you know why are they attacking the hell out of this movie? I mean, all this movie does is try to protect the innocents. That's what it's about. That's what the story is about.
0: Well, isn't that what I'm, the left like, destroyed the Catholic Church specifically for? And now they're playing the other side.
1: Yeah, you know that's actually kind of funny. The whole movie uh, spotlight. That won the Academy Award was about it, and the, they loved that movie.
0: That was great, right? So now they're literally just going totally back with the opposite message. Well, and again, I mean, who calls out right. the, because it's know. never it, it, been it, it,
2: about? It's never been about live and let live. It's never been about tolerance. It's always been about they are evil and they want to use the our our capacity for tolerance to tolerate evil. That's what it's always been about.
0: Right. And as Ed M. always says, it's about shoving their power down our face and daring us to call them out for total hypocrisy because they just don't care anymore. Did I get that right, Ed? Yes. And again, every week almost, I see some writer out there pushing that point that they do not care that they're hypocrites. It's Mm -hmm. basically in your face. So What are you going to do about it? What's that?
2: What are you going to do about it?
0: I'm going to do about it, if you mean personally. Or just
2: culturally. I mean, there's no opposition. So why should they care?
0: No opposition is no political opposition, no media opposition. I mean, politically, does the Republican Party care much about it? I guess seemingly not. So.
1: I mean, there is opposition. I mean, there's a reason that this this movie is taken off, too. It's not just
0: but Maybe. that's the people, right? Yeah. That's not the people you're, in you're, power. Okay. Right. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, you know, some of them just aren't going to engage in these cultural battles. We know that. We don't have any, any faith. I in mean, the is this movie party?
0: coming out in, you know, July of twenty twenty three gonna have any influence on the election, you know, sixteen months down the road? I guess is an interesting question.
1: No, it's just another it's just another cultural battle, is what it's
0: become. Right. And you won't get people to vote out some left wing protector of child abuse because by then it's forgotten or it's not as important as other issues or something.
2: Well, how are you tying this to Biden? Does the movie tie
0: it to Biden, even if not necessarily Biden to other people on the far left? I don't know. Who are the main people screaming about the movie?
1: I mean, it seemed like mostly wackos in the media. Trying to say this is like right. a, Q, a QAnon movie? Or yes, QAnon.
0: Like, By God. the way, um, have you guys Where met the non people yet? There's nobody I know has ever seen no, that I've a QAnon. I haven't met a
1: QAnon, a WAnon, a ZAnon, none, no it's, Anon.
0: Yeah, it, talk <laughs> about the bogeyman. But I guess, you know, if this were on the opposite side, the press would be in front of every single congressperson, everything or state rep all over the country saying, What do you think about this movie? What do you think about this movie? But I guess that won't happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I do take it as good news as a lot of people aren't going to see this movie now, you know? I think some were before, more will, will now, and that that's good.
0: Right, well, and I guess it's great news that the movie's out there altogether hasn't been,
1: you know... Well, this canceled. is one, one thing that those of us on the right have called for for a long time, is to have, you know, other outlets, other people to put their money behind some some of these... So, Uh, who, who, some of these kinds of programs and movies and things like that that promote, uh, you know, what we believe in, you know, our values. Who produced this movie? Do you know? I'm not sure who it was exactly. I I mean, it wasn't like you know, the
0: plays and the wire, it It was
1: like Daily Wire. Daily Wire wasn't involved. I'm not really sure, right? Check it into it
0: because I wonder, which is pretty interesting.
2: I think it's pretty interesting that there's anybody who's willing to defend child trafficking and child pornography and pedophilia and these things that were not just taboos, but just universally reviled. I mean,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, kitty porn cat guys are among the, the worst treated in prison. And, you know, all of a sudden we've got a, a whole political party and a whole political movement dedicated to protecting them and defending them and, and not just protecting and defending them, but, um, what's the word championing, you know, they're, they're champions for them, you know, like, like these are, these are their heroes and it's just, it's amazing.
0: You know, I, um, literally until today probably had no clue who Andrew Tate was. I don't know if you guys follow him in any way, but because I tripped over, um, Tucker had this like two hour interview with him in Romania where he's under house arrest are you guys familiar with him yeah so I guess he's like a UFC champion or something he's half black he's half white he's British he's American and what's interesting is that the arrest they're charging him with like trafficking children and what a horrible thing that is again at the very same time as they're arguing it's not so bad to traffic children.
2: Well, again, the issue is they'll always come after us and they'll always use our values against us.
0: Right, so even if, in both directions. Correct. Simultaneously, it used to be they probably had to do it a day apart. Now they can literally one minute this, the next minute that, and tough luck.
2: Yes, and that's I think I think that's a result of how they've institutionalized irrationality. I mean that's part of the whole transgender thing. I mean, if you can't, if 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 you can accept something so irrational and so illogical as that a man is a woman or a woman is a man, you can accept anything, and your mind can accept anything. There's no there's no such thing as contradictions in a mind like that. Anything is possible.
0: Mm -hmm. So you know, I put I shared this story in the show notes, and this is in Britain, but a Gender critical parents group, in other words, one not giving in to all this gender stuff, is being refusing refused banking in the UK. And, you know, every week there's a few more stories about people being refused even basic things like banking. And again, you talk about why don't people protest? Well, this is the cost of protesting is they will debank you or like Bank of America, they will just out you.
2: You well, know. I just, I mean, the more electronic our money becomes, the easier it becomes from the de- to
1: debank us. Yeah. Well, it's already, it's been electronic for a long time. So really I know, but when it out. becomes
0: thoroughly digital, the story in Canada Free Press from the 6th, that's six days ago, WEF, what's WEF stand for by the World Economic, World Economic
2: Forum? I've got
0: it. Okay. World Economic Forum agent openly telling you the coming digital cashless society will be regulated and those determined less desirable will be locked out Mm. in your face.
1: I mean, mean, where where does this all ultimately lead? I mean, you want to take away somebody's livelihood. Guess what? At that point, they don't have anything to lose. You're asking for bloodshed. I'm sorry. That's what's going to happen
0: interesting um will it come to that because i don't know if yeah, i shared with you the article i may have shared it in our signal chat that the thing that the left most wants is to make us rebel
1: Mm-hmm. oh there's no question about that i mean right we, so we, they want to push know, the- that's why they love january 6th
0: they're, they love gonna january it,
1: 6th. they're never gonna let it go
0: Right, so the best thing that could ever know, happen
2: I, to them, I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, January 6th wasn't a rebellion. They had to create it. It was fake. But they, mag. They yeah, okay, they, they egged it.
1: Like you've you mag- even said that in the past, it's their Reichstag fire, right? I mean, this is what they're going to use
0: against us. But they could do that again, because how do we know, Mike, you're going to hate me for this and probably quit Liberty Block. How do we know Mike isn't an agent provocateur for the FBI telling us we should rebel?
2: <laughs> I'm not sure that they want us to rebel, honestly.
0: Because they want to crush us, and the best way to take away weapons from people, et cetera, et cetera, is to call us a threat. I mean, they already called, you know, moms a threat, and people who go to board meetings a threat. So, I I think there's definitely something to the fact that the best way for them to crush everybody yeah. is to somehow prod us to quote rebel or do something. I don't think so. I think I mean, and
2: history doesn't seem to show that history seems to show that the the best way for them to crush us is to just keep boiling the water and let the frog is sitting in. And have us not rebel and have us just, you know, think that there's a way out when there really isn't a way out. And they're just. I guess I'm mixing the metaphor here, but they're closing the exits one at a time. And I think that that's what they really want to do. They just want to suffocate us. I don't think they want to make us rebel. I think, I think deep down, they're scared of of rebellion. Frankly, even and after
0: think, January sixth, that's so hard to believe. I mean, why is that
2: hard to believe? I think. I mean, they had to manufacture that into a into a, a rebellion right which I mean, suggests
0: that they do want it because they do want the backlash I mean they're still investigating people what is it 30 months later for, for what happened still sentencing people still torturing people for it that's the greatest opportunity they've had since 911 to crush the populace so I think yeah that's, but
2: that's you, them that's them being violent that's them having their rebellion they don't want no, us it's them
0: aiding us to rebel. So that they can crush I don't, I
2: don't think so. I think they're trying to. I think it's all different variations of them strangling us and suffocating us. Sometimes with violence. Sometimes with laws. Sometimes with, um, you know, cultural, uh, you know, debanking, like we were just talking about a few minutes ago. Um, I don't see them as. I mean, there are some stormtroopers in their in their movement. That you know, especially in BLM and Antifa. But for the most part, you don't have people that are that are itching for a fight. I mean, you have a lot of, I don't even think they're keyboard warriors. I, I I just don't see them as fighters at all. And I don't think that they're trying to have a fight. I think they're they're trying to just strangle us to death. That's what I see.
0: Mike, you want to take a side?
1: Uh I mean, I I think I I mean I don't totally disagree with what Ed is is saying. Um, you know, I I mean a full a full blown rebellion I think is different than these little let's say outbursts that might happen here and there, which is why they love J J J Six so much because it played right into their hands. But you know, let, that was nothing. That was that was not an insurrection. It was not. I mean, there was a little violence here and there, we know. But Isn't a full-blown I mean, like rebellion... Full-blown
2: rebellion,
1: have, have <laughs> weapons and want to really overthrow things, is a
2: different story. Exactly. Like that? Isn't a full-blown no. rebellion against 200 million guns something that scares the crap out of them?
1: Yeah, and that's kind of what I was trying to say. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I, I don't
0: think so. I'm more cynical than I, that. I think
1: they're happy yeah. to, to see little things happen here and there. A little outburst here, or a little thing here, but do they want a full-blown response? No, you're probably right. I think
0: they oh. would crush it door by door until everybody else was cowed. And why do I say that? Because you look at the New Hampshire Six who literally had bearcats and you know everything short of tanks, destroying their house for a financial crime. I think they would crush as many people as possible to scare the rest. I mean, look at Biden. You guys don't have F-16s. I mean, they pretty much come out and say it. We don't care about your guns. We'll but bomb.
2: isn't it all talk? I mean, are they maybe fighters?
0: apart from him, but I mean, thank God. Maybe, you know what, Ed? You just changed my mind. Thank you. You're trying well, to- A like, minute ago, I thought it was a bad idea to send cluster bombs to Ukraine, but now I'm thinking, let's get them out of the country. You can't use them on us.
1: I mean, I can't help, maybe this isn't a perfect analogy or not. You have me thinking of Atlas Shrugged, and at the end, you're trying to say, basically, they're really cowards at the end.
0: I think, I think so. at the end they're cowards, but that doesn't mean they don't think they can crush us because before oh, well, John yeah. Galt got free, they were doing a pretty good job of crushing him. If I remember correctly. Yes. So
1: well, that's why I that said was, that was a suffocation. I think they're even <laughs> as well in that, the book,
2: you know, I mentioned keyboard warriors. I mean, I don't even think they're keyboard warriors, but that's as far as I think they're, they really are willing to go.
0: Then why are they torturing J sixers?
2: because they know they won't fight back and nobody else will fight back. I think that the first sign of resistance, they will slither away like the snakes they are.
0: Well, my general principle is when Ed M. disagrees with me, I wonder if I'm correct. So I will leave it at that, (laughs) even when I disagree. Um, I just want to mention a couple quick cultural stories along these lines and then move on. This is one California school district suspends kids for five days for misgendering trans students. That's pretty wacko. Um, and then the the um brouhaha about Mark Levin's book, which yes. I assume you're aware of. The target first said they wouldn't sell it.
3: Mm-hmm. Mark
0: Levin and others to a tantrum. Supposedly they backtracked. I'm not following the story closely, but again, it does that kind of prove Ed's point that when there is a protest from the right side, they do back down.
2: Sometimes. There's no question in my mind. I mean, anytime that there's resistance, they back down, they have nothing. They're, their whole argument, their whole case in every area is built on. You can't argue with me. That's why they're for censorship. That's why when it comes to the the global warming, climate change crap. They insist that the the science is settled. They're not willing to debate anything. They're not willing to fight anything. They've got nothing. E- everything that they stand for is backed by nothing. It's backed only by our willingness to preemptively surrender.
0: That's You're that's their whole game. Emperor's on. new clothes. Huh? You're kind of talking emperor's new clothes here. I think that if we call it
3: out. There's nothing there. Correct. Correct. And I think that's part of why the Bud Light fiasco
2: has gone the way it went. I mean, any actual resistance, and, and that's barely even organized resistance, but any resistance, they lose.
0: But, but, okay, so Bud Light is losing gazillions of dollars, but they're not turning the ship around, right? They're kind of dance
3: around an apology. Well, that dep- that's because I think that's because they think that
2: they're going to get bailed out down the road.
0: By the government? hmm Oh, and here I just thought I was the cynic of the show. That's a good one. And under what excuse could the government do that?
2: The same excuse that's that the government's going to use to implement the digital currency. Whatever financial crisis comes along, they're going to be able—they're going to be the first ones at the feeding trough saying we need money.
0: A beer company. <laughs> yep. That's a little more tricky than a bank, isn't it? I would think so. Yeah, I'm just wondering they, how that plays. out. They have out.
1: friends in high
0: places. I'm sure they have friends in high places, but selling beer is like—that would be interesting if they tried to pull that one off. Very interesting. Um, turning to another story, which happened days ago, which means it's ancient, that Marjorie Taylor Greene was thrown out of the House Freedom Caucus. What what do they have on her at this point? Um, that yeah. She's basically married to Kevin McCarthy <laughs> and, you know, gave him on the deck. Uh, um, I mean, she basically flip-flopped, I think, totally to get into his good graces. But Supposedly that happened, and I would think that's a good thing because it shows somebody standing up for something. But has anybody found wow. this?
1: I mean, and I read, people, I read, I read the story before. I read the story in the show notes, and I was like, "What? What the hell is going on with this woman?" I mean, it just now she really seems loony too.
0: I mean, my impression, not following her super closely, is that she, you know, her first term was the heck with all of you. I'm gonna. I'm representing my constituency and I'm going to do what I got to do. I don't care if I'm on committees. And now her second term is I want to, you know,
1: I mean, whatever it's, I can get and give it whatever it, I have to get. It, what it really does smack of is me, me, me. And she's going to do whatever's in her own interest. And she, and
0: she fell into that trap. And if they really threw her out, I think, you know, it almost goes back to the church discussion that somebody is enforcing something. Yeah.
1: But, now, but, but the
0: house her, uh, Caucus had the guts, yeah, to even start such a process.
1: I mean, at this point, her street cred is gone,
0: right? So now all she has is McCarthy's wing, she'll right? Tur-
1: she'll turn into like so many others we've seen before, try to hang in onto her seat as long as possible,
0: right? Which, again, if you're hiding behind the skirts of the house, maybe you can do. She confronted Bobert over. Bobert
1: bringing, uh,
0: yeah, that calling impeachment her name and stuff in, like impeachment, that.
1: Art, impeachment articles. I thought I thought Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to be the first one to step up, but
0: well, her. wasn't she upset because Bobert took her impeachment article and she says that she uh, plagiarized it or bastardized it or something? I think she wanted to be the first one. I thought that I was part know. of the issue. So
1: okay, I don't know. That's it's just, my
0: understanding.
1: It smacks of a lot of self interest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it smacks of no longer. I'm going to represent my people at all costs. Rather, I'm going to go along to get along. And so, mm-hmm. again, when I'm asking for backlash, I guess in that sense it's a good thing because there's some backlash.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it must have taken a lot for them to throw her out of the caucus.
0: Yeah, and I'm like I say, I'm not sure who who pulled that one off. The really, the caucus was like forty people, maybe
1: something around like something like that. Like that.
0: Yeah, and I assume it would be at least a majority vote to throw people out. So, to me, that's quite interesting that anybody had the guts to do that. And then, in the ongoing Biden saga, again, this happened days ago, so it's old. The New York Times publishing Maureen, Maureen Dowd's screed against how the Bidens are treating their granddaughter is seemingly another shot across the bow. Of uh, Biden to step down, or we're going to come out more and more against you. You guys agree?
3: Um, I'm I not mean- so sure. I, I, I still think Biden
2: is, is the perfect puppet for them. I don't think they want somebody who can do it by themselves. I think they want somebody that they can control.
0: Okay, so do you disagree that the ongoing drips and drabs in the mainstream media? against Biden. You don't think that's coordinated to hint, hint, get out of here. I would bet most people didn't even know Hunter had an illegitimate child until the New York Times published that. And they definitely wouldn't have believed it. They would have said that's a conspiracy theory from Breitbart. So when the New York Times does it, that's a big deal. And they're not the only left-wing source that has been ripping into Biden for his age or other things. Who was the other one? I forget who wrote the story. You know, you're 80 years old, you're too old, you need to buy a, buy out, bow out. And that was also in a left-wing source, maybe in the Atlantic, I don't remember. Yeah. So to me, and I'm not the only one saying it to me, it's these dribs and drabs are, do you really want us, you know, going there and saying Nixon, Nixon style that you need to bow out or you don't get the I, I,
1: as soon as so Ed, I
0: know, I hear your point. But they're no longer hiding everything. They're only hiding 90% of things. I think I think it's
2: got two two purposes, neither of which is the one you're mentioning. I think, number one, I think they're keeping their options open. I think that the reason it's coming out in drips and drabs is if we need to get rid of them, we need to lay the foundation. We can't just dump this all in one in one shot next summer or next spring or whatever. Um, And I think, number two, it's a warning sign. It's a warning shot across the bow, not to Biden, but to every other Democrat. Stay in line. We can destroy anybody.
0: Right. I mean, I don't know if they have to use Biden to do that.
2: Um, I I don't. But Biden, I mean, again, Biden is just he's the easiest target. He won't fight back. He's too senile to fight back. He can't do anything. I so. don't know.
0: Apparently, he can get quite loud and curse quite a bit. Again, that story being published, some say it's a smokescreen to hide other things, but some would say that's another driven drab of Biden is not the decent person that everybody pretends he is. So
2: I don't think anybody I, thinks that Biden's a decent person. Who he, thinks that Biden's he, a decent he person?
0: ran on returning America to decency after Donald okay. Trump? That is the myth. Uh, there's there's some there's ass-
1: some left wingers who are drinking the Kool Aid on that. A hundred
0: percent, the left wingers who only read the New York Times think Biden's the wonderful person and Trump is the nutcase who screams at everybody. So I think
2: Biden's been known to be a, a nasty person, a, mm-hmm. a plagiarist, a philanderer. He's been known for a long time to be. But a I bet would bet people on, on the left
0: don't know things. that. I don't think people on the left know that. And again, I think they would just say right wing conspiracy prove it. I think people on the left are that about everything.
2: It's like saying something's racist,
0: but, but because of that, they don't know that it happened. And when you tell them that if you tell them that it was 87, that he had to drop out because of plagiarism, first of all, that's ancient history. That's close to 40 years ago. So who okay. even heard of it then at all? And they would say, I don't believe that happened. Yeah. And like uh, every answer I always get is that's just the right wing media making up stories. So when the uh, left wing. wasn't well, they- it.
1: Didn't his daughter pretty much say that she had the shower with him? It wasn't a, it didn't come from? Seemingly, from light, but that was right wing
0: planted diary, I <laughs> I was like, wasn't yeah, it? I the right wing made up that diary. Uh, I mean, there's gotta be some Democrats worried that Biden is leading them into doom, even if it's only a few percent. They gotta be worried about Biden winning or, or keeling over. What right do you mean now. by doom? Losing the election.
1: Uh, I don't know. Why
0: would they be? Let's
2: let's leave aside that that we all think that they that they know how to cheat. (laughs) What what do they have to fear about losing an election? What I mean, if you get 250 Republicans in the House and 55 Republicans in the Senate and a Republican president, why would they be afraid? They still have the filibuster. They still have all the fake rhino, the rhinos in the House that are going to chip away at that 250 seat majority. Why would they be afraid? I mean, in a worst case scenario, their life isn't too bad for them.
0: Um, I may be wrong on this, but I don't think they like the hearings. Now, I know that a lot of people say the hearings are not actually doing anything and it's all just a cover up, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think they like Jim Jordan and others out there really, really challenging what they've been doing or, or
2: even the. Well, co- that gets back to what I was saying just a few minutes ago. They don't like any opposition that's their whole right so when you
0: say why do they fear losing an election that's why when they control the house none of this ever came to light and they're not happy when you listen to these hearings. but but
1: again it's just like it's like you're saying they have these hearings and and the left people on the left are just going to go you know why they
2: what do they have to fear They, they control the department of justice they control the fbi they control the media
0: I and by think the that, way, they fear if they lose the presidency, they may not control the just the DOJ and Trump and both Trump and DeSantis, I think, are saying that they're not going to control the DOJ, and I would be very scared of that.
2: Wow. I, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think they control. prefer the Republicans to win, but I don't think they're particularly afraid of of a Republican victory. I don't know.
0: Then why would they cheat so much? Because that's and
3: what cheaters do desperate to win
2: that's that's what cheaters do i mean why why does you know why does aaron judge hit home runs i mean that's what he does
0: i thought you were going to say why does uh, barry bonds or something when you know? he's
1: not on the il anyway
0: why does lance Armstrong win bike races? <laughs> in the uh not good questions i don't know it's interesting you see it the opposite way of i see it um yes i, I think they will cheat i think they will come close maybe succeed at cheating the way to another presidential victory probably way too early to know what's going to happen in the house and senate
1: i I mean to ed's point i mean the ball is always moving down the field towards the goal for a leftist it doesn't matter if there's a republican president a republican congress or whatever i mean it's it's rare that it's going the other way or
0: i mean we like to say or they just don't like any opposition because it just gets in the way I mean, Schiff would rather be in charge of the... I mean,
1: we know they'd rather have a one-party state, and that's kind of their goal. But, you know, I I still kind of agree with what Ed is saying. Like, I I don't think they really care that much when the Republicans are in power anyway, because when the Republicans ever really reverse anything that they've done...
0: So I agree with you on the sane Democrats. I agree. But on the, the wackos, you know, like Schiff and these people, even Nadler and stuff, I don't think they want to be pestered even if it's meaningless, they don't want to be called out. That's just my opinion. And the COVID stuff that's coming to light, will there be any repercussions? Probably not, but it's not good what's coming out more and more. Again, does anybody know about it? I don't know. if the left wing covering it, but that every single thing that we said about COVID is an absolute lie. And every day we uncover more and more lies.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: It's, I don't think they like being badgered by Marjorie Taylor Greene or other people on why did you lie about it being, uh, you know, coming from bats in a wet market? I think they'd prefer not to have to deal with that. But they'll just lie about it. It
1: it doesn't matter. For some
0: reason, you know, Garland, Ray, those people don't seem to care if they lie, you know, Clapper, Brennan, etc. But I think some of the people under them are slightly scared to lie, which is why they keep doing the dance, I don't know. I don't recall, and and you know, all the other you know legal mumbo jumbo. Because I think some of them are afraid to lie. Garland, for sure not. Garland will just sit there and lie to your face. Um, what's his name? Aiorcas. He's so practiced. Well, what consequences the did they ever face?
1: <laughs> they didn't face any consequences? But again,
0: they may be ever so slightly worried. The, and just, I've I actually seen they're, they're say pers-
1: it. You're trying to say they're just personally like they don't want
0: to. A hundred percent. It's you, not leave constantly. me the hell alone. It's not comfortable okay. to be grilled by Ted Cruz. It's not fun. And they are worried, some of them for sure, that Trump could flip the tables on them, that we're no longer dealing with George W., who says the uh, bygones be bygones. I can only hope okay. that if
1: Trump doesn't win again, that he does exactly that, for crying out loud. <laughs> right. I don't have I mean, a lot of faith in it. You better be ready to really turn the whole place upside down. If he didn't do it the last time and he gets back in next time, I hope he's learned something.
2: I think if you look at recent history, every bad policy that we have, with the possible exception of Obamacare, has been initiated by Republicans. And even Obamacare was started by Romney in Massachusetts. I think in many respects, Democrats need Republicans in power to move the ball downfield for them. Under Trump, you started with the lockdowns. You started with all the COVID restrictions. You started with Operation Warp Speed. You know, you go back to the prior Republican president, George W. Bush, he gave us No Child Left Behind. He, he gave us that. financial regulations. <clears throat> I think and you know, and and Bush 41 likewise gave us the Clean Air Act and and a bunch of other Americans with Disabilities Act. I I think that Republican leaders, Republican presidents, and Republican Congresses give them give them things that they don't have the guts yet to try and do with Democrats in charge. So I think that in some respects they prefer having Republicans in charge because it gives them cover to push the agenda that they really want.
1: That's what I think. I mean, the, the only time I can really think it, in my lifetime where it was maybe the other way around was when the Republicans won after 94 and Gingrich was in charge and the contract with America and they were on offense. But other than that, well, mean, obviously they didn't get term. all of that done either, but you know they did.
2: Reagan's first term when they controlled the Senate for the first six, actually the first six yeah. years out of
1: his eight. They got some tax reform done and stuff like that. There's truth in that. Okay, so let me just but,
0: twist that slightly. Most Republicans are um, just as uncomfortable with Trump getting back in the White House. I mean, most elected Republicans as Democrats. So Trump is the exception in that they're scared he's nuts enough to actually do something, whether he will or not. And I think that's why they fought him the, the Republican
2: resistance to Trump is... it. I think part of it is it's just personal. I mean, Trump goes after every one of them personally. So I think it just winds up, it's sort of what goes around comes around. And I think the other part, another part is the Republicans are wedded to to foreign wars and the military. And Trump was very anti, you know, he didn't get us involved in foreign wars. And I, I think that they see, They see military spending as the way they bring the bacon to their districts. And Trump doesn't want to do that. So that's why I think that they're so opposed to to Trump. But I think mostly it's just a visceral personal thing that either either you kiss his ass the way Lindsey Graham does, or I mean, Chris Christie is a perfect example. Chris Christie did kiss his ass and he still got steamrolled. And now Chris Christie is running for president. Seemingly for the only for the sole purpose of
0: having a platform to attack Trump. Yeah, he's itching to get up on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with you this time around, for sure, because Trump has dissed so many people. I don't know if I agree with you so much the first time around. I think they were scared because he's well wow. the loose cannon. Yeah, he, 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 by he, their rules.
1: He is when he feels it's in his interest. And then he's, he kisses butt, too, when it's in his interest, when he goes running around endorsing a lot of these rhinos. Yeah. Well,
2: you know, when you guys were talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene before, I was thinking about Trump. I mean, it, there's some similarities that I see, and I don't know if they're identical. Maybe they're just a few parallels. But I mean, both of them seem to know what the base wants. What's the Republican base wants to hear? And they're both perfectly comfortable telling us what we want to hear, but they don't really deliver. And I mean, it's sort of like the salesman who knows how to close the deal, but has no product to back it up.
1: I mean, there's a difference between being a lone congresswoman and and the president.
0: Right. Congress people can't deliver anything,
1: period. All they can really do is talk. They're a waste of space, if that's (laughs) me. Um, Let's be real. I mean, this is where DeSantis has the benefit of being a governor, where he could do things. You know what I mean? And he he could make a name for himself and take on a lot of these issues. Yeah. And a lot of them, you know, he obviously he did some tangible things when it came to some of the universities down there, the woke curriculum and a lot of things. But a lot of it is they're they're cultural battles. And all you need to do is get up and, and use your bully pulpit.
0: Now, Trump keeps saying DeSantis is Paul Ryan, Karl Rove pocket. Is there any truth to this?
2: Trump keeps saying that- DeSantis DeSantis DeSantis
0: is raising the money from all the Bush people and he's totally controlled by that, you know, the Ryans and Karl Rove, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Well, here's, I mean, number one, Thomas Massey put out a great video about six months ago about Trump praising Paul Ryan to the hilt. I encourage anyone listening to go find that video. It's on YouTube, it was on Twitter. You can search my my Facebook page. I posted it. Um, There are it's like a two or three minute long video uh, of Trump praising Paul Ryan left and right all over the place. You
0: remember when that was?
2: It was about six to six to nine months ago.
0: Oh, so recently. Yeah.
2: Well, no. When did Trump do it?
0: Yeah. When did Trump do it? Yeah.
2: Oh, no. Massey, Massey created it about six to nine months ago. When did Trump do yeah. it? It, it? There are clips from various times. OK, but oh, let's 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 assume for a moment that it's true, that that what Trump is saying is true. I mean, I don't think it is. I, I certainly don't think that he's in the pocket of Karl Rove or, or Paul Ryan. But once again, this is this is Trump finding the weakness in the Republican Party and exploiting it for his own gain. The fact of the matter is, the Republican Party is controlled by rhinos. You cannot run for president and alienate every rhino. It's just not possible on the Republican side. You have to be able to get raise money from them. You have to be able to get votes from them. That's just the reality. Trump did it. DeSantis has to do it. Everybody has to do it. So for Trump to attack him for that, I mean, it's preposterous. You know. Trump goes and has Lindsey Graham running around for him. Trump has lots of rhinos running around for him and 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 defending him. So uh, that's just what the republic that's an indictment of the Republican party, not an indictment of, of DeSantis. But Trump is just using different packaging to make it like it's a like it's a DeSantis flaw when it's really a GOP flaw.
0: Political flaws. You it's, know, I don't think, realities. I, don't, I don't expect you guys to disagree on this. I don't think Trump believes half of what he spews. <laughs> so when he accuses DeSantis of all these things, I think he's like, okay, let me take the opposite and spew. But I can't imagine he believes some of this garbage. Right.
2: It's like Raphael Cruz was part of the Kennedy assessment. Right.
0: You just spew it out there. And, you know, DeSantis is in the pocket of Paul Ryan and Paul Rove. And apparently the, his um cultists yeah i mean meet that
1: stuff no, that, is, it was the same thing with megan kelly after the debate when he kept going after her he, he used it because to his, he, he felt it was to his advantage but the minute she had a meeting with him and said please stop he stopped he's like okay i'll stop well that's my theory <laughs> but,
0: his go with what yeah,
1: he's gonna oh, do whatever he's gonna right. do whatever he needs to do in that moment you know, and if you say so he he spins the way he
2: rolls. It's not just that he doesn't believe it. It's not just that that's the way he he rolls. He, you're not giving him credit that he that he's due. The credit is he knows what people like us want to hear. We don't like Karl Rove. We don't like Paul Ryan. We don't like that those guys control the party. He understands that better than most, and he says things to appeal to us based on that. And that's what he's doing there. It's true he doesn't believe it, but the the fundamental thing is he is telling us what we want to hear.
0: So, Ed, once again, I'm going to dare disagree with you. (laughs) Um, You're giving giving him a lot of credit that he's reading his audience and saying what they want to hear versus just saying... Saying that Cruz's father assassinated JFK was not saying what people want to hear. It was no, no, that not. It garbage and you know, lying dead and all this stuff. So I don't I don't really give him that much credit. What I think it's like the opposite of whatever the other guy's saying in any direction. You know, is he saying that he's against DeSantis fighting Disney because that's what we want to hear? I think we want to hear the opposite. I think he just you should go back and look. I
2: don't have a a, a link to give you on the show right now, but you should go back and look at some of the things Trump has said about how he stumbled upon drain the swamp and how he stumbled upon build the wall. Those were not his ideas. He just, somebody gave it to him in a speech and he threw them out there and people gobbled it up and he got these tremendous applause lines for them. And he said, and he, I've heard him say, wow, I guess that works.
0: Right, but that's not giving credit to Trump. That's giving credit to people around him saying, try this if it works, you're a performer. No, but I'm saying he understands, but how many other
2: Republicans are willing to say those things?
0: Right, but it's not that he understands what the public wants. He goes out there like a performer, sees it work, and then runs with it, which I would get because he's basically an actor um, who doesn't believe anything, so that fits. I don't give him enough credit to say, he knows what the people want because how does that explain this going against Desantis' business when it comes to Disney? Well, that, that's the opposite. That's different the,
1: because yeah. now he feels threatened. He knows Desantis is his threat, so he's going to right. Say so I'm do saying anything.
0: He's not giving us what we want to hear in that. I think he's going totally against everybody. Well, I, I think
1: I think this is a he's faced with a very different challenge right now than he ever faced before in Desantis.
0: Right. And by the way, that's not... So what He's he flailing. He's flailing. On. We've talked about this. He's flailing. He's at, flailing. He's exactly. That's what I mean. He's spewing. Because, you know, he, did he back Oz and Herschel Walker because that's what the base wanted? No. People suck up to him. And then he does whatever happens. He doesn't care what the base wants. That, that's what I think. Yes, if something works with the base and he gets applause for it, it's no different than his TV show. He gets applause, he'll keep doing it. He, he he's in a tough spot with
1: DeSantis in terms of how he's going to go after him. And I don't think he has a strategy at all. That I agree with, right? Because I, I just think he's just flailing. He'll you know, he'll say anything. Yeah, I think we yeah. have Ed P. I don't know if he's wants to chime in. i are
0: not sure if we have Ed P. or not.
1: Uh, we do, we do, and Ed P. is running from the ocean. Um,
4: the uh, the issue, I guess, is that I, I, just don't see DeSantis gaining any momentum at all. I think we're worrying about, you know, how Trump is going to, to face him. Um, I, I think he's going to face him by not, not saying him, you know, not doing him, not, not even thinking of at all, you know, throw an insult once in a while and, and, uh, win. Cause I, I, it looks like DeSantis is like, losing um, momentum if had any to begin with.
0: So that's why I, I shared that article on hotair.com from Ed Morrissey of saying, why is everybody panicking? You know, DeSantis has plenty of money. Nothing has really started yet. And all this is meaningless. And he's by far, you know, it's almost like the football team no. hasn't started and we've declared Trump the winner and we haven't waited even for the first kickoff.
2: Well, and that's Trump's game plan. But- I think, I mean, I, I, Trump attacked Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa. He attacked her very savagely. He he, and and if you read what his positive said, statements about Iowa are about, you know, more money for farmers and things like that, I, he's not he's not connecting with with the Republican caucus vote in Iowa. He's setting himself up to be annihilated in Iowa, frankly. Um, and it's going to be such a defeat and such a debacle for him that he's not going to be able to say that they cheated. I mean, it's hard to cheat in a caucus anyway because the way caucuses work, people you know mo- literally vote with their feet. They move to the place where they want to be. And it's not hard to see how many votes a per- person has. Um, he, Trump is alienating he he's alienated Kim Reynolds. He alienated Sununu in, in New Hampshire. Those are the first two States he's, I mean, he's, he's still super popular in South Carolina, so he's probably going to win South Carolina, but Oh, and Nevada. And he attacked the governor of Nevada and, uh, and, and other uh, the whole state of Nevada. I mean, Nevada comes even before South Carolina. He's, he's, he's setting himself up to be, annihilated in the early states whether he you know what did he do in nevada he he attacked uh the governor and and just the whole state it was sort of like what he said about kim reynolds just the the terrible terrible governor um i forget exactly what his words were about nevada but and you know just you know that the uh uh, oh he uh, he said that the whole state He might have used the word sucks that the whole state sucks that he should have won. And uh, I forget what he said, but it was some really nasty comment about Nevada as a whole. And I thought to myself, this guy doesn't know what he's doing
0: because he's overconfident. And but that's you got to wonder, and that's what I'm saying. We haven't had a kickoff yet. It would be interesting if he loses a state or two in the beginning. Are people going to stop saying DeSantis is dead? I saw this morning that the first. State Senator in New Hampshire, and there's very few state senators there, even though there's 400 reps, there's only 14 senators. And the first one came out to endorse DeSantis. And I haven't talked to Alu, who's in New Hampshire. Does that mean anything? But it is interesting that somebody in New Hampshire is willing to stick up for DeSantis. So now I don't know if, you know, people uh, backing anybody carries any weight or not. For some reason, people always want to be endorsed.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I don't think your analogy is quite correct. I think I think we're in the first quarter, and I think that, you know uh, Trump has, has gained a lot of yards but no points, and DeSantis has punted a couple of times. Um, and and that doesn't mean that Trump is going to win or that DeSantis is going to lose. Um, but I do think DeSantis needs, if he's going to win, he needs to. Um, he needs to change his game a little bit um i'm curious I think make, did you get make a america florida um is not you know it's not gonna it's not gonna win
0: did you get a chance to read morrissey's column column
4: um in the show notes yeah i tried i tried to read all of them last time wow I'm um
0: um, I just think, you know, there is something to be said for keeping your powder dry, and Trump can trip himself up and he can get into more legal trouble. And if he loses yeah, the state early date well that, earlier, that's
4: the Kurt Schlichter uh, column from last week. I think. He's, he's, he's using a Fabian strategy. To let, you know, let uh, Trump punch himself out. Uh, um, and
0: don't get and, down in the dirt.
4: Just, yeah, don't get down in the dirt. But I mean, at some point, um, He's got to break through with a more positive message. It may be waiting you know, make for Florida.
0: Because let's say that Trump doesn't show up for a debate. And he's, he's not, not going to. Him?
4: Uh, I don't know. I mean, who watches the debates? That's the interesting thing. It's like, I, I don't...
3: We watching we'll this time. It.
0: Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll watch be, it, of course. he will be watching. But... Be watching. but, but I mean, um Uh, Yes, the the Trump cultists will frame it as why should he bother, as we've heard from many. But I think a lot of people are going to say, you know, he's a total coward. And if he's really winning, why should he be afraid of getting on the stage? So I I don't know that it's going to accrue well to him or not. Waiting for your wisdom from Hawaii. (laughs) I'll tell you, I have a better view than all of you that's for sure. Oh my gosh. Um, where, which island are you on? I'm, I'm on Waikiki, uh, on the water Nice. And you stopped your surfing just to come on the show with us.
4: Well, I'm waiting to be picked up to go to work. Work starts a little bit later um, today than the previous day. Probably. All right. Because it's not even noon where you are, right? No, it's, um, uh, it's almost one o'clock. It's minus six. Oh, it's from, only six? No, minus six right. from uh,
0: Easter. Right? Okay, I thought it was seven. My mistake. Okay, and what's yeah, the weather out there, Ed? 80s? Yeah, we 80s and sunny. That's what the weather
4: is every single day. And um, it rains and, every day uh, or not? There, there are two the every day. Um, what's amazing here is, you know, you, you look at the... Beach on Waikiki, and it looks, you know, it looks pretty crowded, but it's not as crowded as the East Coast beaches uh, at this time of year. But um, at night, what's really interesting is right as the sun set in, all of the girls come out in their dresses to get their Instagram photos during the sunset. I'm
0: sorry, did and what? Rise... I didn't hear you. To get what? Um, you you are they're, a married they're... man, right? All
4: their Instagram photos. Ah, okay. um, and, and like hundreds, like it's, it's, you know, if you come here, at, at, I, I guess the sunsets around 7.15, but if you come here at between 6.30 and 7.30, you'll see hundreds of girls and some guys um, trying to get the best photograph uh, at, during the sunset. I, I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. It's the craziest oh. thing. It's like the social media generation just takes over the beach between 630 and seven thirty.
0: i wonder crazy. what percentage of these brilliant people vote i don't well, know the, the more know.
4: important
1: question is how do you know they're a girl
4: oh that's true i well i did take biology unlike Katangi. <laughs> um so yeah but i do have to sign off now i do appreciate it i just you know my comment is I'm, I'm waiting to see something from the I except All the stuff that you and I, we all know from his record in Florida that we've been following for the last three years. We know that I'm not sure everybody does. And we're going to need something more than make America Florida, um, from him, uh, to really, you know, to really move the
0: ball. Or he doesn't have to brag until he gets into the ring. So maybe, yeah.
2: The first debate is is
4: in August. I'm not sure what the date is. Is it August? Wow, right, August 23rd possibly. I don't You know, the weird thing is, is like Vivek is so much better at this sort, at that sort of thing, than uh, than anybody. I mean, you know, Vivek is by far the most particular candidate in the uh, in the race, and uh, I think he's going to. Uh, I think he's going to really shine in the debate, to be honest. Um, I still don't think he has a chance in hell, but I I do think he's going to shine in the debate. Mm -hmm.
2: Is he going to be on the stage? Does he have enough vote uh, donors?
4: Well, who knows what the actual, man, I should turn the camera around here. That's for sure. Um, Who knows, uh, you know, what the rules actually are?
3: They're pretty. They
2: They announced them already. Yeah. I think you need 40,000 unique donors
0: from different states. I mean, it's like a whole complicated formula. Yeah. I mean, I think Vivek
4: would get 40,000 donors. I don't know about the the rest of the formula. Um, So we'll see. It's
0: kind of sad that somebody like that, who may be a great candidate, really can't get traction in a two-party system. Because kind of like what Ed said before also, you have to go through the rhinos, go through the system, and nobody really cares if you're great. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a weird system, And, uh, you know, we all pay the price for it. But I got to.
0: I got to. Right. Thank you for checking in.
4: Aloha. Aloha.
2: Aloha, Mr. Powell. Dr. Powell.
0: Wow. <laughs> All right. Now, now I got to get laser on because Easy is even farther away. This is pretty cool to get in from Hawaii. So, uh, so got to get the Alaska contingent in, in here. Wow. <laughs> okay, let's start winding down. What didn't we talk about, Mike?
1: Um, oh goodness gracious! Uh, we forgot about to talk about. We forgot to talk about uh, the cocaine in the White House. Go for it. I mean. I'd, I'd be playing White Lines right now to, as a little intro. You know, I don't know if you know that song, Stephen. <laughs> popular popular song from like the late 70s, early 80s. Um, so anyway, I, as I, I think most people know, uh, they found like a dime bag of cocaine in, in the White House and nobody seems to know where it came from. But uh, we suspect one person who might be a culprit and all that uh, you know, I think the, the president's son would be a logical
0: subject. Yeah, the very fact that they're lying about him being there is mm. pretty wild. I mean, you know, I,
1: I was trying to poke around and read around just like, how would somebody get in the White House with cocaine? They, they've got drug sniffing dogs around. I mean, if you're a staffer, you've got to go through, jump through all these hoops. They get clearance. If there's even the remotest thing on you, you're done. Aren't there cameras everywhere? I would assume every inch. You would think that there'd be cameras everywhere. I mean, it's doubtful that somebody had, you know, a tour of the White House booked months in advance and went through jumping all those hoops to get their senator or their congressperson to get them in and say, "Eh, what the hell, I'm going to bring a dime bag in with me. And, uh, you know, not only that, but forget it somewhere, leave it behind.
0: Well, Uh, we do have somebody who's good at leaving things behind, obviously. Do you think the Russians could have planted it there? Is that what you're saying? Well, of course, anything.
1: It could be Putin's fault.
0: Yeah. You know, they changed um, where it was found like three times. Yeah. I, That's it. And that changes who could have done it, et cetera, et mm-hmm. cetera. I mean, it's so obvious that Hunter's a suspect. But again, we will never know. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say we'll never know. We will uh, know the day after we know who leaked the Dobbs decision.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, the one story I was reading on this too. Apparently, there was a rumor that he was living at the White House,
0: uh, Hunter, and it, he was
1: there to avoid being that. That was a
0: while ago. They were saying that for at least a certain amount of time, he was hiding in the White House. Yeah. So he they couldn't, couldn't serve him papers. papers. Yeah, yeah, I could try that. I wonder if it would work for me. Well, some people you know in, uh...
2: in the White House. What's that? Who do you know that's going to be living in the White House?
0: I'm not telling you. Gosh, I wanted to make it a surprise party, Ed. Okay. I don't know. I'd never been in the
3: White
1: House. Um, Uh, I'm not sure what else they—they
0: got this Republican ex-congressman out there defending Hunter, and again, trying to figure out which parts of the laptop were fake. Look, I assume all of us have laptops. Do we have fake Russian disinformation on our laptops? Like, I kind of know everything on my laptop.
3: I don't get this. I mean, did the
0: Russians put a picture of him going 172 miles an hour? (laughs) Amazing technology, isn't it?
3: Yeah. But again, they got a Republican to do it. So. Well,
0: will they ever get to the bottom of it? Is the question. Nothing will ever come of it. And Biden will be dead even if they wanted to ever prosecute him.
1: Mm. So, Well, I think we can be assured that if it was Trump in the White House, we probably would have known already. Oh,
0: we would have known. Even if it weren't true, we would have known.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ed? Janet Yellen
2: went and kissed the ring in China this week. I think that's a pretty good story. Um. I mean, okay. it's not a whole lot to tell. I mean, she just, you know, she she insisted that we should not have a decoupling of the Chinese economy and the American economy. Uh, she downplayed any kind of talk of sanctions or any kind of punishments to the Chinese, and just in general, she she prostrated herself. I mean, even some of the some of the media people were saying that she was a little too. Um,
3: what's the word supplicating yeah good word and um did she bow like obama
2: i
0: was just gonna say that
2: (laughs) (laughs) um she's so short i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know what she
3: did yeah
2: (laughs) but um you know that Biden is trying to do the 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 team Biden does whatever it can to diminish American power across the globe. they're they're kissing the ring in China., uh, they're, you know, sending the cluster bombs that you alluded to earlier, Stephen, they're sending them to Ukraine. Uh, to me, the purpose is to empty the stock here. And it's
0: complaining that they have already, which is interesting to me that we're running out of stuff. And that's a nice thing to broadcast.
2: That's the whole point. That is the point. They want to broadcast that. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Dylan Mulvaney saying that he's scared. So he went to somewhere in South America. If you're scared, you don't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's the whole point. You know, you're undercutting what you're actually saying. If, if the issue is protecting the United States, you don't tell people we're running out of these bombs, but he's not trying to protect the United States. He's trying to hurt us.
0: Hey, Ed, you're actually making an interesting point because a few minutes ago, I thought you were saying that the reason Republicans backed the war is because there's money in it. Now you're asserting something really interesting that the Democrats specifically wanna run down our military and not replenish it and broadcast that. Am I hearing you correctly?
2: I don't think those two are competing. You know, I don't think those are contradictory. Not necessarily,
0: I didn't say they're contradictory, I said they add to each other and that's quite an interesting uh, charge.
2: Okay. Which yeah.
0: we, we pay you for your brilliance, not okay. enough. And I think that's a really scary statement that makes way too much sense. That they're literally, this is the best way to jettison all of our equipment is to throw well, it away. What's the title of Mark Levin's new book? Uh, shut up and get off the phone, you big dummy.
2: <laughs> Democrat Party <laughs> Hits America.
0: Oh, yes. Which is yeah, divi- tell me something we that's don't. Very know. divisive, you know. That's and why Target gets not like a book. kind of old title. That like, what's new about that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. That's wow. an interesting point, Ed. I'm going to give you point of the day for that one. <laughs> because I guess it's easier Thank than just throwing missiles into the ocean. And I know we just came out the other day and said we got rid of the last of our chemical weapons, whether that's true or not. So maybe we should, like, take videos of our empty arsenals and, like, put them up on TikTok or something.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, it, it's funny you bring up TikTok. I don't know if you've noticed some of these advertisements lately from TikTok. Um I mean, you want to talk about something being rich, like really rich. Knowing who's behind TikTok, who owns TikTok, and they're having ads coming out that are using people who are in the, who are in the military, veterans, American veterans, things like that. At least two ads I saw were about this. One one guy, it's a younger guy who's like helping veterans. There was another with a, uh, an elderly gentleman who was a veteran, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, "Wow!" And all this is a reaction to the fact that there's been rumors about them having, you know, bills to ban TikTok. Well, not rumors; there there were bills. Uh, you know, they're probably not going anywhere. But for them to like put themselves out there, like, "We're TikTok. We're so we're so good," and see, we're putting <laughs> American veterans on, and they're doing good for other American vets. Don't worry about the fact that we're owned, you know, by the commie Chinese. Don't worry about that. Yeah.
0: These Keep are on. like junior, your junior John Carey's. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know about that, but, you know, I, I mean, I think there's there's people that are on TikTok, obviously using it for some good. But. I mean, just just the idea of all this is just rich. It's just so rich. It's unbelievable. I mean it takes chutzpah, Stephen. As, well, as I know you have like,
0: to use TikTok in business. I think yeah. I don't have the app, but I know it's invaluable in business right now. So Yeah, but I think chutzpah is the is
1: the right word. You pronounce
0: it well, Mike. I'm impressed. Thank you. You must be from the tri-state area. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Anything else, folks?
2: I don't think
3: so. That's
2: it.
0: Okay, we hope to have Daniel back next week. And we hope to have Ed be back full time back from uh, Hawaii. And we thank you for being here. And please send feedback to the conservatarian exchange at libertyblock.com. Have a wonderful evening.